Hi, Fabrizia. Good to see you. Hi, Hugo. Good to see you. Uh, we haven't been talking for a while, so what's uh, what's new in your world? Well, it's lockdown, so mm, nothing much has changed really because I'm um, I work from home, so I kept working from home. I just have my daughter and her boyfriend with us, so it's a big it's a full house, <laughs> more people than usual for a very long time. Uh, but it's been good, you know, lots of. Um, movies and cooking and, um, and and lots of work really because I've been really really busy I know we've been trying to arrange this call for for some time but you always keep telling me no I'm busy let's move it let's move it or move it back to because well I started off when when they first locked down I started doing some live live things in my group for photographers and so I, because people were really getting in Italy people were really getting very upset very de depressed and there was really um, a, a sense of despair it was really really bad and you you know it you're there so right at the beginning of the lockdown in Italy it was like really terrible so I started doing a lot of um, live sessions to you know help people see different sides of the coin and and see different options and Just, just encourage people to, you know, not sit and despair, but do something. So th there was a bit of a busy time there. And then I started getting invitations to go and speak in other groups and in other groups. Like I did one yesterday, I have another one tomorrow, another one on Monday. <laughs> it's because, uh, and so it's, yeah, it's been challenging. But when I think of that, I think of you sitting behind the... The desk, like Lucy in Peanuts, with the, the doctor is in five cents. <laughs> the doctor is in, and um, and also I've, I've had um, time to write and and create new things, and you know, so that's also exciting. And I don't know, I've I've just found it's a a good, you know, you get less distracted. You you're not going out. You don't have other things to do. You just focus on some things. It's it's been all right for me. Great, that's great for you. I mean, I'm. I'm... Been a more more a bit more difficult for me because of all the all of my tours business is right now on hold. So, but I'm just preparing for when we'll be able to to travel again. And it's great that you were able to organize. Sometimes uh, I'm used working from home, but I, I tend to get uh, distracted a lot. So uh, anyway, yeah, that is something I'm actually. Uh, putting in my courses about managing time when you have too much time you know sometimes it's a problem the, the, the issue is that having too much time makes you think that yo I, i will always have time to do that later and then yeah. you end up at the end of the day ah, i say i've got i've done nothing that's yeah i know that, that's a, the worst feeling that i get these days not being really productive because i'm not able to manage my time but well we'll, we'll talk about it um Yeah, we could do a podcast sometime, sometime. Yeah, <laughs> we, we already did a, an episode about it, but maybe it's worth uh, doing another one, going a bit more in depth about this very important topic, especially now that our time has changed so much, the way we organize our time, the way we are able to uh, dispose of our time, to make use of our time. It's, uh, we're not as free as we used to be. Right. So. Yeah, but in a way, we are freer, right? Because if yeah. we don't have so many commitments outside of the house, uh, or anyway, you know, we are limited in what we can do. So we have more time for other things. And so in a way, it's, um, 
you know, I, I really think that hopefully we won't go back to the way we worked before and we will have, you know, a, a different way of handling the days and the work. And, um, yeah, it, it's, it's been really interesting. I've been, I've been lucky because for the past two years, you know, I've been traveling virtually nonstop. And so I had to, uh, during these two years, I had to, you know, find a way to work with no internet or with very limited time. Sometimes I only had one hour a day to work. Sometimes I had four, sometimes I had zero. And so I had to, you know, fit my work into very, very small spaces. And uh, so, yeah, I've kind of continued that, continued that when I settled because I didn't want to go back to working eight hours a day or 10 hours a day and all that. So, you know, just not good. So, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that. Okay. But today we're talking about something very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking that uh, it's worth going, uh, exploring this topic now, because uh, especially because some people might be in, in economic trouble, right? They might, uh, I, I know a lot of people I work with have had their working hours reduced. I, go, I work a lot with uh, German people and they've got this thing called Kurzarbeit, where they, they work shorter hours. So mm. they have more free time and also because of what we said before. And also they might have less money or they might have lost a job or have, uh, people might have a restaurant or a pub. Or, or any other job that they had to, to be forced to be closed and something like that. So And those people might have uh, be pursuing photography as a passion. So they might be thinking, well, what if I turn my profession into, my my passion into, into a profession, at least a, a part-time gig or something like that? What does it take to to make money with my photography? And... Uh, I know you've been busy with uh, with just right that topic, and we've launched a new initiative, right? I know you're kind of a volcano of initiatives. Last time we spoke, we talked about your uh, eyewitness, which had nothing to do with uh, with money and business. This is something completely different. Uh, this is called what's called Turn Pro, right? Turn Pro, yeah. And this is something else that was supposed to be uh, launched at the photography show in March, which didn't happen. Uh, so I, I put it on the back burner for a, for a little while at the time, but it's actually starting now. Um, it was inspired by um, last year. I went to the uh, I went to the photography show and I spoke. On, the, on their turning pro stage, they call it. So it's a, a whole series of lectures and speakers um, for people that are actually thinking about, you know, amateurs who have a passion and are thinking about turning pro or have just begun a, a photography business or photography as a business. And, and there were so many questions and so, so many interesting um, things going on that I thought, you know, I really... There really is a need to put together some kind of comprehensive guide <laughs> to uh, to help people move into this this new adventure because it is an adventure. You know, going into business by yourself is always an adventure, and photography is even more of an adventure because there are so many exciting things about it. Um, and everybody who is 
thinking about becoming a photographer, what do they do? They they go uh, on photography workshops, they come to you to learn some things, or they go to other photographers to learn photography, and they start working on their portfolio, and then maybe they put a website together, and, you know, they, 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 they start. But they have no idea about what it actually takes to run a photography business. And... Um, I really wanted to help um, with something simple and easy and very comprehensive that would give everybody the the right tools to really make a, a, a choice with your eyes open, because to be a photographer, we really need our eyes open. <laughs> uh, forgive the pun. But, um, you know, on the business side, on the money side, on the, you know, what does it take to get clients and to actually, you know, run something like that. So, you know, I, I've been teaching um, business to photographers for a long time, uh, but that was only for professionals. So once you're a professional, you want business training for photography, that's fine. There is outside the box, which is a course, that's fine. But there was nothing in between, you know, and there was nothing for someone who is thinking about it, maybe has a bit of time on their hands, uh, maybe lost a job or has a part-time job or the job is on hold for a few months and has some time to, you know, think about it properly and to actually make a conscious decision whether it's the right thing for them or not. Because um, the last thing you want is, and I've seen it time and time again, that you put the weight of your livelihood on your passion and you kill it, yeah. you know. You you love it, you love photography, and then it becomes a problem. And then after a year, you hear photo I hear photographers that come and say, I want to sell everything, I'm going to stop with photography, I'm going to get another job, which is really sad because it's not their fault. It's just not knowing which are the, not being prepared, right? So this is a, a like a prep course. To become a professional photographer and I don't think I haven't seen anything like this before so I thought it was needed and so I made it. So I, I know that many people that are thinking about doing this might ask themselves is this the right moment to become a photographer or is this the right moment to become a creative professional and how do you know when it's the right moment? Uh, both on a personal way, I mean, is it the right moment for me? Because it depends on a lot on each one, everyone's circumstances. And is it the right moment globally with the, this, the prospect of the economy tanking pretty much everywhere? Are people really going to ask the photographers for their services in this time of uh, global crisis? What do you think? Okay, first of all, I think that uh, starting a business is a bit like making a baby. It's never the right moment. <laughs> <laughs> when it happens, normal, you know, people may have planned for it or they want it, they desire it. When it actually happens, you go like, oh, my God, well, now it's not the right. But uh, jokes aside, the right moment is um, really when you, when you have a circumstances that may be helpful. Now, if you have a job, it is a great moment because someone else is paying your bills and you have some time, you know, even weekends, to start putting your little bricks, Lego bricks in place to build 
your own business. And then there comes the tipping point where you go, okay, I have enough built and I've built it well and I can shift from one to another. So that is, it's just a matter of uh, living with these two realities for a while before you take the plunge. If you right now are at home on furlough, you are having, you know, some people have 80% of their salaries paid or they have their salary paid and they're they're at home and they can't work. Uh, so to actually study and prepare and start building your Lego bricks is fantastic because it, it's a really good time <laughs> to do it. If you've lost your job and you can't get another job, well, you might as well, you know, maybe look into this and see if it's for you because that's the main thing. Once you've decided that it's not, there is no right, actually, now that I know all of these things, I'm thinking maybe I'll just keep it as a hobby. Great. You have made an informed decision. Or actually seeing all of these things, I think I can handle it. And I really would like to pursue it. And then you go after your passion and turn it into your profession. And it is also an informed decision. I think that is the main thing. To I can't tell people whether it's the right time or not because everybody's different. As far as the global economy is concerned, in some cases, some some types of photography will absolutely boom because, um, for instance, I, I work with a lot of family photographers, portraits, families, and all that, babies and, and children. And apart from, like, baby newborn photographers who may have, you know, problems now because of the virus but everybody who shoots outside they are coming out so in Italy they're coming out of lockdown and they're getting booked because families want to celebrate coming back to life and seeing their grandparents again and having photos so if anybody was thinking uh, one day we do a photo shoot they want to do it now. It's like before we go back to work, before we get busy again, before everything goes back to normal. So um, there is going to be quite a lot of work for the people who work well, because that is also the businesses that are more solid, the businesses that are well run, uh, they're getting more work. The ones who despaired and didn't prepare and just waited waited it out and are not really building, they're the ones that are having more difficulties. And for commercial um, commercial photography, I think that there's going to be a lot of photography needed because companies will have to look better. Images are the most important things. Uh, images for social media, branding, um, shoots, and all this sort of stuff is going to grow. Um, because companies will, you know, some companies will go under and the ones who don't will need to kind of upgrade or, you know, they will be investing. So, and I see it in my business, even in this time, I've never been this busy. So, <laughs> I used to, to recommend to, to people who asked me about this to, uh, what, what should they, they, they would ask me, what should I do with my day job? And the first thing I would say is, do not quit your day job. And I think right now this recommendation is probably not necessary because if somebody has a day job, they would never think of quitting it. So maybe we're just beyond that. Uh, it's okay. But uh, you said that uh, it's important to make an informed decision. So 
what does it mean to make an informed decision? Because some people might think, oh, my photos are great because they are very much appreciated. I get a lot of likes on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. So I'm a good photographer and I'm, people might think, oh, that's enough to just start uh, putting a price tag on my photos and people will buy. Is that an informed decision or not? Nope. Nope. <laughs> likes by likes don't pay bills. That's the first. <laughs> that's the first rule. Um, there is a saying, a mantra that is really, really important. That says, "Run a business like a business, and it will pay you like a business. Run it like a hobby, and it will cost you like a hobby." So there is no way that you can keep running your photography as you have done so far and expect it to be a business for you or become a business for you because um, there are a whole load of things that you need to think about and take into account um, to make sure that your photography actually pays for, you know, for the work that you're going to do. And most people don't charge enough. Most people think, well, you know, I'm taking a picture. If I sell it for a hundred euros, that's great. It's money coming in, right? wrong because that's that's a hobby you know that's a hobby that sometimes somebody gives you a bit of money for but it's not a business so um, there are a lot of of aspects to running a business and so i put those uh, you know in 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 order over 12 weeks over 12 steps let's call it like you know um 12 steps for addicts was it <laughs> I think it's Alcoholic Anonymous that give you 12 steps. So 12 step program, program right? Your job to move into this. So, you know, there's things, uh, there's all sorts of questions, like from the legal side of it. And, but, you know, finding what type of photography, how do you choose? What kind of photography do you want to do? And is that a kind of photography that is going to be feasible? Is that going to pay bills? Is that going to work? You know, what do you need to know for different types of photography because we being a, a jack of all trades doesn't work what kind of gear do you need people come I, it always makes me laugh when in photography group people say what camera should i i want to get you know a full frame or something what camera should i buy and you go like it's like saying what car should i buy do you want to cross the desert or do you need to go to Estelunga, you know or to the to costco <laughs> it depends you know you need two different things to do different things and it's the same with cameras and gear and you know sometimes people think they have to buy a lot of gear but it's not necessary at all i'm a minimalist so i actually have pared down my gear to nothing and so let's uh, uh, let's think of the let's say the three things, the three items or uh, subjects that somebody who wants to turn pro should think of at the start? What are the, are the three most important or the three ones that should be handled first? How do you set out turning pro? Okay, so I think the things that uh, the first thing one should think about is money, costs, and how to calculate your costs and how to set your prices. So all of the money aspect is absolutely vital. Um, the other is about um, um, marketing in a way, because then you have to find your clients. 
And of course, the beginning, you want to think, you need to think about your, and, and it's not really the first thing you're going to be thinking of, but it needs to be kind of the basis of everything is who are you and, you know, what you're going to build your business around is going to be yourself. So you are your brand, you are the face of your business, and you need to make sure that you come across in the right way. So your branding, your marketing, your communication. That so you're telling me I need a website with a good logo. You need a website with a good logo, but it's not really, that's not really what's going to bring in clients. I was just, just, just joking about the fact that many people identify brand with having a nice logo and colors and fonts and that kind of stuff and maybe some printed material and so on. But you, you said it right before, right? That's not what the brand is. You are your brand. You are your brand, first of all. And then all of that can be, it has to be done. Of course, it's yeah. important. And, you know, I have a branding agency, so I know exactly. And actually, I just started the blog yesterday um, for that. So there'll be a lot of things coming out on that about branding. If anybody's interested, we can put a, a link somewhere. But anyway, that's um, learning, you know, what branding is and how to you know do it for yourself and um, learning a bit about it is really important but you are your brand and you you you're going to put your face on it your name on it and your personality on it and it's really important that you realize that um, it's not about oh what market is out there and i'm going to do what everybody else is doing because that seems to be working you know it's more like what do i really want to do and how do i put myself into it and then i'm going to you know find my own style and my own groove and my own way and um and be different because uh, you don't want to be like a copy or a clone of somebody else yeah that's probably something that I myself find really, really difficult. And it's probably difficult for everyone, right? Finding your true voice and uh, stand, standing out. You have a very unique style. And, you know, I, I see your, in, even in photography, but definitely in the way you do things and the way you speak, the way you organize your work, um, you know, you have done that. You actually, people copy you. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> Can I so, sue them <laughs> for copyright violation? No, but you know what I mean. It, yeah, you yeah, sure. do have your own vision, and you do kind of, you know, really dance to your own beat. I don't see you doing stuff that other people are doing. So you know, and it takes time. Obviously, it takes time. That's the other thing that's really important to realize. There's no magic wand. And that you cannot start and run a business that works in six months. It's just not possible. The businesses that are out there that we look at, the photographers that we follow, the photographers that we learn from, they've been doing this for years and years and years and years. And they took. it takes time to establish a business. It's not something that is born overnight and the next day it's running. Yeah, it takes time. That there are no overnight successes. It doesn't mean that you can't make money from the beginning in a few months, but it just means that to have a solid business that will bring you the income and the lifestyle that you want is a long-term game, 
a long-term game. Yeah, we tend to see the, the successful people and think that they were successful from the onset. We don't see all the struggles and the, yeah. uh, and the problems they, they had to go through uh, over the years before they became successful. I mean, right, I was saying there, is, there are no overnight successes. I mean, maybe there are some, but very, very few. So yeah, but they also tend to disappear just yeah. as Probably, yeah. One, one hit wonders. <laughs> one hit wonders, yeah. And so, yeah, I recommend again that probably the best thing that you can do is not quit your day job because there will be months uh, maybe before your new business is profitable. And in the meantime, if you still have a job, you still have a, need to find a way to support yourself. Otherwise, you will end up depending on your passion for income, which means you will might probably start to... Um, get down to compromises. People will ask you to do uh, the work that you don't like doing, but you will do it anyway because there's no other way to make money. And you will start, start hating your passion, which now has become a chore instead of a passion. Yeah, and that's really, really sad. That's really sad. But I had to get my business up and running in a year because um, of personal problems, personal history, uh, which we won't go into right now. But I had just opened and I was only a few months into my business um, in Austria where I didn't speak the language. So that was even more challenging because, you know, I don't speak German very well at all. So I had to make it work and run and be profitable in a very, very short time. And that's really how I discovered all of the things that then turned into my my business training because then I started sharing this and making uh, helping other photographers do the same thing and I thought oh it works for me yeah it works for others too so yeah this is uh, it doesn't it doesn't take years and years to make the first money you can you can start and it can grow and there are systems and there are ways to make it grow quickly but you really need to know what you're doing. And uh, most photographers are artists. They're not entrepreneurs. Otherwise, they would start another business. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's, that's usually the biggest hurdle at the beginning. I was luckier than you when I started being a professional photographer, just because I had another day job. And so I could afford... Uh, not to make a lot of money from photography. I could afford to work on it and make it grow until it could become something that could support me full-time. But I was always careful not to uh, overspend, right? To make it, if, if not profitable from the start, at least to, to be able to break even from the start and not invest money that I had not made. Yeah. So... Uh, Gear is a big thing. You know, gear is really important. And a lot of people, uh, they set out with your know, huge budgets for cameras and lenses and lights and studio or, you know, all of this stuff. And uh, most of the stuff that you buy at the beginning, meh, <laughs> you don't use. You know? oh, that, that, that's, a, that's a big mistake to make, right? To uh, invest too much, A, in gear, thinking that it, you need the best equipment possible in order to to, to be a, a real professional or at least to look like a professional. I, I don't know. I, I see 
many people who think if they go and shoot events or weddings, if they don't show up with a big camera, with a big lens, they will not be taken seriously. So they think, oh, I need to spend $5,000 or euros to buy that kind of equipment because my customers will uh, care about that when, at least in most, in most cases, I don't think that that's the, that's the case, right? No, clients don't care. They only care about the pictures. It doesn't matter how you take them. And, um, and anyway, even, you know, medium quality cameras nowadays are way better than the cameras we had 20, 30 years ago. You know, if you think about the quality of digital cameras now, even what we have on our phone is probably better than most professional cameras a long time ago. So it's, um, I started, the first camera I bought was a, well, actually my first job I did with the camera I had that I had with my, I bought it just to take pictures of my kids when I, when I was not uh, working, which is a D80 Nikon, mm -hmm. nothing. <laughs> and yet those were my first few jobs. And then I realized I needed something a bit better. So I got a D7000 and I worked with that for a year. It was fine. I did tons of stuff. And then I was making enough money and, I, and then I got into a full frame because, yeah, then, then you do want better lenses and better, you know. So, yeah, it, of course you want the best quality you can afford, but that is not going to change your business at all and like we say the most important part of a camera is the eight inches behind it and so <laughs> customers will pay for your vision not for your gear yeah exactly yeah. uh so let's um, um wrap it up uh, for today at this point we'll uh we'll record another episode and talk more about this uh idea of turning pro but first would you like to uh, address people to the website where they can learn more about your program and maybe sign up for it. We want to give a, a pointer. There is a free training already in the Turn Pro starts next week. Um, I don't know what day we're going to go live on air, but anyway, it starts um, after the middle of May, around the 20th of May. Um, but there is a, a free training in there already. And uh, if you go to my website, fabriziacosta.com slash turnpro, you will find it and you will, can read all about it and you can click on it. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, and so you can read all about it and you can sign up and there is no um, obligation or anything. You, there is no credit card or anything. You sign up and you get a free training. And then if you like it and you want to sign up for the rest, then you can. Okay, that's good. Let's uh, talk again about Turning Pro next week. Thank you. It's really nice talking to you again. <laughs> Bye. Bye.